Hi, thank you for listening to the Watch Me Win podcast, a podcast highlighting God-fearing Black women in the pursuit of their God-given purpose. I'm your host, Tierra Smith. I'm an award-winning journalist and the founder of Wins for Black Girls, a media company that prioritizes spreading good news about Black women. The Watch Me Win podcast is for Black women who are looking to win in life. Whether you're thinking about starting a new business, breaking generational curses, or improving your relationship with God, you have come to the right place. In this episode, I will talk to Courtney, the founder of Freedom Revamp, a multifaceted platform dedicated to helping individuals discover their freedom. Um, This platform was started in 2019. Courtney is a YouTuber, personal assistant, and web designer. Her calling in life is to show others how to live a life of love and freedom in the midst of a world that's full of hate and injustice. On this episode, we will discuss how to release yourself from bondage. But before we get into that discussion, I would like to be in a segment we're calling Brag Session. During this segment, I, the guest, or one of our listeners will get a chance to brag about themselves or another Black woman who is winning. I know many of us have many recent accomplishments and achievements that may go up, go unnoticed. And I wanted to create a space where we can celebrate and acknowledge, acknowledge the goodness that we bring into the world. So I would like to bring Courtney to the stage. Hello, Courtney. How are you today? Hello, I am well. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored. <laughs> yes, yes. During the brag session, I want you to be able to tell us about one of your recent accomplishments. And we were talking earlier and you was telling me about how you've been able to discover freedom for yourself. So can you kind of tell people more about that and why that was a big win for you? Yeah, so um, being able to discover freedom for myself was a huge accomplishment for me simply because I'm only 19 years old and being my age, a lot of my friends, our counterparts and peers, we tend to follow the crowd. We tend to go with what everyone else says and thinks that we should do. And for majority of my life, that is what I did. I just I was a people pleaser. So being able to step out and say, okay, who is Courtney outside of who her mom, our sister, our dad, our friends want her to be? So I feel like that's why it was such a huge accomplishment for me, simply because it was all I knew was being what everyone else wanted me to be. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, that's one thing that makes me very um, inspired or proud of you is because you're so young, you know, 19 years old to be building a brand, to be trying to influence young girls to seek out freedom for themselves. You know, that's a major accomplishment. What made you like really get involved in this idea and kind of start this brand honestly at first it was kind of a self thing like I wanted to discover it for myself and then when I started to actually discover it it felt so amazing that I was like I can't be the only person that wants to feel this free that wants to know what freedom is so then it was like okay Courtney go ahead and start the blog and when honestly to do it but God was pushing me to and even when I would step back from doing it I would get little messages from other people like almost verifying that it's what God wanted me to do so absolutely and I think when you're starting a business for me it's important for it to align with God's purpose for you so how did you know that what you were doing was aligned with what God was calling you to do as well just like I said the clarification um And also praying about it, 
myself, my mom, who is a huge prayer warrior, she prayed about it. And even my um, pastor prayed about it. And we all got confirmation that it was um, my calling in life. And I always knew that my call to help other people, but I never knew how until he revealed to me that Freedom Revamp was just a small portion of that purpose. Absolutely. And you also told me that part of um, discovering freedom for yourself was um, understanding like the role of your father and you know all the bondage that that come with how did you really as not growing up with your father how did you like really find love for yourself during that moment you know, during those moments to kind of like push through and know that you still are loved regardless of everyone in your life or everyone you want to be in your life is not there mm-hmm Yeah, so I grew up in a single-parent household, as she just said. It was just me, my mother, and my sister. And honestly, it was very hard trying to figure out why my parents were no longer together. So I always had the question of, you know, was it me? Was it something I did? And um, my mother was very loving. She would give her all for me and my sister. But to someone who's seeing all their friends with their dads growing up, for me, that wasn't enough. So I would always sort of push my mom away or push my sister away and push my other family members who were there away. So um, I think to discover love for myself, honestly, I had to know that I was worth loving. Mm-hmm. And that honestly, that came from my relationship with God. And I'm not going to say it was like, boom, in one second, I realized that God loved me. So I was worthy of love. It took years and years and years because I grew up in church every Sunday and every Wednesday and I still didn't discover it till at least 2018 and even there are moments now where I still have to rediscover that he loves me because there are moments where I'm still like oh my goodness I made a mistake God doesn't forgive me God won't forgive me so he's going to stop loving me and I still have to come back to that place where I realize that he loves me regardless and that kind of helps me into loving myself more. Absolutely. I think we all can love ourselves more. And by looking at how God loves us and loves his church is a good representation on how we should love ourselves and others. So as I always tell people, opening up that Bible is just, it is a, it's a love story. You know, there's a lot of different Mm -hmm. challenges and um, people and stories in there, but at the end of the day, it's a love story. It's about how God loved us so much that he gave his only son so we can be forgiven for all our sins. So you know, when you open it up and crack it open and get to understanding the values and the lessons in there, you can really discover how to really live your life and loving yourself is a <laughs> the main part of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that scripture is actually one of my favorite ones. Like it's one that everyone pretty much knows. Mm-hmm. Everyone hears it all the time. But to me, it's so personal because one of the times I heard it, my youth pastor, like, replaced the words. Mm. So she was like, for God so loved Courtney, for God so loved Tierra, for God so loved whoever's listening to this. Like, put, instead of saying, for God so loved the world, put your name in there and realize that he loved you enough to send his son to die for you. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move into the next part of our uh, podcast is where we talk about Um, a specific topic and on this episode we're going to talk about how to release yourself or realize that you're putting yourself in bondage and what steps you can take in order for you to realize that and move in a different direction so when we were previously talking Courtney you said there's 
three main ways that you can identify in your personal life um, that you might be in bondage. And that first one that you told me about was um, checking up, checking who is around you. What do you mean by who is around you and how can the people around you put you in bondage? Okay, so I'm not going to say that the people around you necessarily put you in bondage, mm-hmm. but I did realize that um, I was putting myself around people who were negative influences on me and my calling. And it was like I would get rid of one toxic friendship only to bring another one into my life. So that was sort of um, realizing the pattern mm-hmm. of people that was in my life. It's like you break up with your boyfriend only to get another boyfriend who's doing the exact same thing and it's like you have to deal with something internally so that you can stop almost being a magnet Mm -hmm. for those type of people to come in absolutely so how do you you know what characteristics are you looking for for people around you For me personally, I'm looking for someone, well, people who are obviously like-minded in their faith, which is for me being a Christian. I'm looking for people who aren't comfortable where they are, who want to continue growing. I'm looking for people who believe in themselves and also want to support me and allow me to support them. And just people who honestly just continue to grow in whatever area, be it in their faith, be it in their business, be it in learning who they are, just people who aren't stagnant is what I need in my life. Absolutely. You know, I I definitely look at those type of things around me because I need people who I can give to and they can give to me. You know, I hate those one-sided relationships where I'm just giving, 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 and it's so draining that I'm not giving anything, you know, do you find that to be the case too? Um, For me, it it depends on the people um here lately I haven't noticed that but definitely in the past I would say I was the type of person to give and give and give until I almost burned Mm -hmm. out and honestly it was hard because there was a point in time where I would like give to people or support people and then expect their support in return and obviously if they didn't give it it would upset me so I just learned to it's okay to be a giver, but just know your limits and know that just because you are giving or just because you are supporting, people aren't always going to give it in return. Absolutely. That's one thing I learned in 2020 for sure is like, and they say it often, like when you're having a small business or any kind of business, you know, you expect all these people to show up for you, but it's just not like that. And it's not on purpose necessarily you know people have their own lives and their own you know things that they're going on they may not be able to support you the way that you expect them to and so it's like that level of expectations for others is kind of like a slippery slope personally I found yeah but one thing I did do recently that I think was kind of helpful just to establish like people in my life I, I drew a circle and I put my name in the middle and then I put people around me that that are around me around the circle and then I drew lines based off of like if I give to them or if they give to me so I can figure out how the relationships in my life are set up to make sure that they're balanced you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and I by doing that I was able because I'm a visual person I was able to visualize like who people what people in my life do I not show up for as much as I could 
you know, if that be my mom or my best friend or my cousin, you know, making sure that I'm there for the people that expect me to be there for them, like my little sister and stuff like that. And scheduling that time to spend time with people, you know, is very important to me. Hey, do you know a black woman that's winning? I'm sure you do. Someone whose products are always selling out. Someone reaching goals that make you say, yes, friend, in the comments. Someone who's chipping away at the glass ceiling. Is that you or one of your boss friends? Then I want to know about you. Text BRAG to 844-414-4959 to share your recent accomplishments with me. I may share it on the podcast or one of our other platforms for Windsor Black Girls. And if you just want to receive good news about Black women, you can also text BRAG to 844-414-4959. All submissions will be automatically opted into our tri-weekly BRAG alerts presented by Wins for Black Girls. And then the next one you said that you should um, focus on is like the actions or anything, the addictions that you may have or the actions that you have that are not helpful. What are some of those things that you had to pinpoint in your own life that may not be the best thing for you to be doing and you had to kind of change that? Mm -hmm. So as we mentioned earlier, I did struggle with self-love and self-acceptance because I wanted everyone to like me. I was a people pleaser. So that sort of led to me being um, almost addicted to comparison. Mm. I was comparing myself to the girls who went to my high school or I was comparing my brand to another blog another podcast um so that it was like it literally was an addiction every moment of every day I would be looking at someone what someone else was doing or how many friends they had or if they were dating and saying wow Courtney you aren't doing that that means something wrong with Mm -hmm. you and I feel like today especially with social media being such a huge thing a lot of us are addicted to comparison and we don't even realize it because we don't think comparison can be an addiction Mm, absolutely you know I found myself deleting accounts on Instagram that make me feel some type of way like if your account make me feel some type of way I'm going to either mute you or delete you (laughs) like I'm a good muter like you won't even know that I don't even want to see your content anymore because it makes me feel some type of way you know Right, and I think we should you should have that gauge in your life you know be able to mute some things you know you don't have to always answer the phone when people toxic people call you even when those toxic people are your family Mm. girl yes Yes. I be telling people like you don't have to call me so much you some of that times you could just text me you know and I probably would answer way faster (laughs) way faster so absolutely and there any other actions you had to watch out for um, I honestly think they all stem from that one thing. So, like, w- wanting to be like certain people would lead to me doing mm. things that those people were doing, even if they weren't right for me. Right. So, how did you correct that though? Um, some of the some of those things I'm still working on, but really just having to s- surround myself with better mm-hmm. people. Um, all of these things sort of intertwine with one another. Surrounding myself with people who loved Courtney mm. for who she was and people who saw me 100% for who I am because no one can love you 100% unless they see you 100%. So 
so for me, um, leaning on who my family saw me as because they knew who I was and they also knew who I was called to be versus the people who I would meet on social media or people I met at school. Like for me, and everyone doesn't have that in their family, so I'm so grateful that my family is built how we are because they do see me. They see me at my most vulnerable and they accept that and love that. And to have that from an outside source honestly helped me say, okay, Courtney, you're good where you are and how you are. You don't need to compare yourself to everyone else. Absolutely. You are an absolute gem, you know, and I'm glad that you can see that. And, you know, there's a gem inside of all of us and being able to tap into that and then be able to be on your purpose, because when you are in your purpose, that's when you're really able to shine. Okay, and so the third thing that you said that we should watch out for is what we believe about ourselves, and you kind of touched on that. Um, so, what do you, what did you used to think about yourself, and what do you think about yourself now? So, um, I used to think so many negative things, honestly, that I am unworthy of love that I am ugly that I don't have a purpose that I'm not funny that no one likes me I'll never have friends just so many um negative things like the list could go on and on in fact um one time when I was with my therapist she actually had me to write a list and I didn't do it in the session she had me come home and do it and literally, I was just writing, writing, writing. And when I was done, there were so many negative things that I thought about myself at the moment. Like, I don't even remember how many sheets of paper I went through. But now, honestly, it's the exact opposite of all those things. I know that I am worthy of love because God loves me. I know that I am beautiful because beauty is more than just physical appearance but because of my personality I know that people want to be around me because there are so many amazing people that I'm attracting in this moment to work with or be friends with and now I know that um I do have a purpose because I'm actually walking in absolutely it. it seemed like a I'm glad you mentioned therapy and going to therapy I definitely had to go to therapy in, in moments of my life and seasons of my life is something I want to continue to do moving forward but why do you think she, what was the point of that activity to write down all the negative things about yourself and what was it supposed to help do for you or what did it do? Well, so um, that therapist was huge on affirmations mm. actually. So she had me write all, down all the negatives and then the next session we talked about them and the assignment after that session was to write, I am not because I right. am. So I am not ugly because I am beautiful. I am not worthless because I am worthy. So that was the point. Of okay. That. So basically what she said is, to, you know, write down all the negative things that you think about yourself. And then the next week you went back and you, you wrote why that was a lie because of whatever the real reason yes. is. And that way you could stand in that yes. affirmation and that love for yourself. Wow. That's very powerful. And it was, it was a lot because when you're writing down all those negative things that you believe about yourself, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like, because now you're seeing who you really think you are and now you're realizing why you've done some of the things you've done or why you haven't attracted certain opportunities. And it's like, wow, I've really been holding myself back because I'm thinking all of these things. Yeah. And things that are really just not true. A lot of the things that you think about yeah. yourself are not true. Like, 
you know, you really got to get out, get out of that self-sabotage, self-sabotaging um, demeanor and go f- and move from a place of authority and of a place of purpose. And when you know that what you're doing is God destined, you will move with so much more confident. And that's why we, we yeah. reiterate the fact that you need to go back to God and go back to him about what you want to do. So it can be aligned because you might have plans, but those are not the plans God has for you. And when you're not living in your purpose, things are not going to work out for you. When you are on purpose, like, like I said, it's just going to bow down to you. Things are going to, um, doors are going to open. People are going to want to help you. People are going to flock to your ideas. So absolutely just try to find a way to have a conversation with God with everything that you do. Perfect. I think that is a good, um, I think if you identify those things, you can really realize if you're putting yourself in bondage. To recap, you said to focus on, to to identify who you are around and what they're bringing to you and what you're bringing to them. Um, What actions you may be addicted to or what things you may be addicted to that may be um, comparison. It may be self-doubt, whatever that thing, those things that are stopping you from accomplishing your goals. You need to identify that. And then thirdly, what do you believe about yourself? Um, Courtney gave a great example of what you can do is write down negative things about yourself and then counteract those with positive affirmations that prove that what you think about yourself is not true. And so by taking those steps, I think it will help you realize that you are putting yourself in bondage and find out ways to move forward. And so that will move us into the last part of the podcast is we talk about keys of success. We're going to identify a mental key, a physical key, a financial key, and a spiritual key that allows you to stay on purpose and to live your God-given destiny. So mentally, what do you think is one thing that you do to stay uh, ahead of the game? Mentally, I've, I'm learning to actually stay out of my head because I'm an overthinker (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes overthinking can cause me to miss the mark because I feel like things have to be perfect 100% of the time and sometimes they're already perfect and me trying to add to it absolutely perfectionist perfectionism is not of God like that is not that's not a spirit that you should want to have you want to do it right you want to do it on time but I don't necessarily think it has to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. Absolutely. And physically, what do you think is your key? Mm. Accepting your body for how it Ooh. is. Girl, you mean I got to accept that I got acne? Listen. <sighs> and I mean, the things that you can work on, Absolutely. work on them, but don't don't beat yourself up about you know for me I like to stand in the mirror sometimes butt naked (laughs) and just love on myself just look at myself you know look back at it like shake a little bit because like this is my skin this is my body this is who I am this is what I was given to walk around it and you really need to embrace that wholeheartedly because if you don't you know you won't be comfortable and a girl that's comfortable in her skin is a girl that can't nobody say nothing to. Yes. Period. All right. Financially, what's your, t- your uh, tip? I don't know why I'm giving people this tip because I don't <laughs> do it all the time. But save save your coins and invest in yourself. Absolutely. What is something recently you invested? Like, how did you invest in yourself recently? 
Um, ooh. Recently, recently. Right now, I'm just honestly saving because there is a venture I want to invest in. I don't want to give too many details mm-hmm. on it just in case it doesn't come into play. But I think recently I've just been saving up and also... And I've been investing in those around me. So buying like gifts for my mom or my grandma, stuff Absolutely. like that. And then spiritually. Spiritually, um, pray more, read your Bible more, and definitely read your Bible more. I find out things in the Bible that help me on my journey. Um, just just literally reading and allowing God to reveal to me what parts I need to read in the season that I'm in. Absolutely. Again, I think if you implement any of these keys in your life, I think it can help you, you know, live in your purpose. These keys are her personal keys, but some of these things that you can implement in your own day, um, find ways to incorporate small things. If that means you have to get up earlier or stay up later, you know, reading and having some time to yourself and investing in yourself is all positive things. So take these things into consideration and see which ones you should add into your own personal life. Is there anything else you want to share with the people? Um, Nothing I can think of. I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. Absolutely. I agree. I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity to chat with you and to let people understand more about your brand. Let the people know how they can reach you if they want to work together or be featured on your platform or learn more about your platform. Yes. So you can follow me personally on social media at Hey, it's court underscore. If you want to keep up with freedom revamp, then it's at freedom revamped across every platform. And for collaborations, as far as being featured on the blog and podcast, it is info at freedomrevamp.com. And if you need any VA services or the other services I offer, then it is info at heyitscourt.com. And VA is virtual assistant. For those who don't know, if you're looking for a virtual assistant, you know, court might be the right girl for you. I just just might be. be. Well, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us about your brand, Freedom Revamped, and how to realize that you're putting yourself in bondage and to get yourself out, sis. Like, we're not living in bondage in 2021. We're doing whatever it takes to live our purpose-driven lives. So, thank you for listening this week on the Watch Me Win podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening to it from so you'll never miss a show. And if you would like to support the show, Please take a screenshot of you listening to the show and share it on social media about how much you love us. Tag us at Wins for Black Girls or use the hashtag WatchMeWin. While you're at it, if you found this episode to be valuable, please leave us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about the podcast. All of this will really help. Be sure to tune in every other Wednesday for our next episode of the Watch Me Win podcast with your host, Tierra Smith.